You're listening to this Tour de France Femme avec Swift special of the Taylor Swift Fan Club podcast with me, Tim Burden. And me, Michael Pattinson. Michael, bonjour, mon ami. Bonjour, ça va? Oui, ça va. How are you? You're in France. I'm actually in France. Actually in actual France. Actual in actual France, which is why, two things, why my French was so good, you could obviously hear that, mm-hmm. but also why probably the audio is a bit weird, because I'm not in my normal duvet studio. <laughs> Are you having a nice time? I'm having a lovely time. It's been, it's been full of lovely moments. Can you tell me um, the three best things about France so far? Three best things about France is um, thing number one is different. Okay. Different is always good. Mm-hmm. Thing number two, I'm not at work. Good. And thing number three, cheese. Uh. I'm a big fan of cheese and there is an awful lot of <laughs> what of like local co-op-y shops with sort of independent sure. cheese in. So I think they're my three things. If you ask me again in five minutes, I'll think of another three, but they're my sure. three. Sure. Well, it, today is the 31st of July, 2022. It is... Yep. The final day of the Tour de France fam, Avec Swift. Yep. So it's an opportunity to look back on a brilliant week of bike yeah. racing. And what better way to do that than to have 50% of the Taylor Swift fan club actually in France at the time? Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to pretend that we've actually sent you out on location, but actually you're nowhere near the Super Planche de Belfi, unfortunately. I'm absolutely nowhere near. I'd like to have been near. And we did sort of think about going near, but didn't quite fit with our itinerary. So um, I did watch it in France on the telly. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of counts, yeah. doesn't it? And you're closer than I am. Yes. Did you have to watch it with French commentary that you didn't understand? Yes. I think that probably made it better, though, in a way, did it? It did It did make it better. Because um, one of the, I should, this would have been on my top three, is Eurosport seems to just be available on the telly. Oh, well. That's good, which I quite like. Yeah. So I had a confusing, um, a confusing watch of many stages. So that was that was good. It reminds me of when I went to France on holiday a few years ago, and we were in the hotel, and I turned the TV on, and it was Asterix, Asterix and Obelix on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call them? I don't know. Asterix. It's, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's just called Asterix, isn't it? It's called Asterix in French. Yeah. Asterix the Gaul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's all they watch. They watch. What was next? Tintin. <laughs> no, Tintin was on when I went to Belgium. Right. Oh yeah. Good. Good point. Tintin's Tintin's yeah. Oh, but you know, that's the other thing that I've been absolutely struck by with coming to France is say it really quietly, but countries aren't really a thing. Yeah. So if, if although I'm in France now, if I'm to ask any locals where 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 what what are you, they'll say I'm a Catalan. Okay. So I'm in Catalonia. I didn't know that Catalonia extended across the French border. I have friends who live in, in Catalonia, but in Spain. Yeah. That's interesting. No, no, this is Catalonia. So it, mm. even there's, there's signs on the road with the yeah. sort of Catalan thing yeah. and donkeys. I don't know what the Catalan attraction with donkeys are, but there's a lot of donkeys. And when we were in, um, when we had our first stop, that was Belgium or Holland. I can't remember which, even though it was France. It's Belgium or Holland. So I'm, I'm now incredibly struck with the fact that countries aren't actually a thing. Wow, that's amazing. As well as countries that aren't actually a thing, I've got a, 
quiz where the answers might not actually be a thing. Ooh. Because I'm not sure if they're right. So, would you like a quiz to get warmed up? I'd love a quiz. The quiz has been contributed uh, today by Reno Roifkamp, who mm-hmm. um, has provided me with the questions, but not the answers. And this is why I don't know if the answers are actually true or not. I've had to sort of look them up on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. In the spirit of the Taylor Swift fan club, you have to put things in order. Okay. okay. Could you also say it in a slightly confusing way so I don't know quite what you mean? Yes. Right, go for it. Yep. And this has a Tour de France fam theme to it. Okay. Yep. So three events happening in order. So which okay. of these events came first, which of them came middleest, and which of them came most recently? Yeah. So the first one is Annemiek van Vleuten getting her cycling competition license. That's wow. A. B, Lorena Vibis, or Beavis, reaching the age of 10. Okay. And the next one is Mariana Voss winning her first road world championship. Okay. Right. So I think Mariana Voss won her... F- I'm going to stick with what I know, or what I think I know, okay. or what I'm most likely to know. Sure. I think Voss won her first... World Championship in 2006. Okay. That's my... And I'm just going to work out. She won it when she was a teenager. So 2006, 16 years... That would be roughly right. So 2006. Okay. Um, so if we go to... I'm pretty cool, Weavers. That would have m- meant that she would have to be under 26... And I think she's about twelve. <laughs> okay, so I think I I think she she was ten later than two thousand and six. Okay, so we're going to go Voss Phoebus. So now I have to decide when Annemiek van Vleuten, who I think she's thirty nine. Okay, and I think also didn't she do something like a different sport before? that you would think have would have no link with cycling, like um, trampolining or something. So I'm going to say that she got her road cycling licence much after 2006. Okay. So I'm going to go Voss, Phoebus, Van Vluten. That's the order of things. Right, okay. I'm going to give you one point. Oh, this is disappointing. Didn't I sound so confident? You did sound incredibly confident. Um, you were pretty close, I think, in, and your reasoning was very good. In fact, you get a bonus point for your reasoning. Brilliant, yeah. For showing your workings out. Now, I have to just base this on my quick glance at Wikipedia. I think yep. that Mariana Voss did get her first road world championship before any of the other stuff happened. But was it 2006 or was it 2009? I think... That it might have been 2007. No, 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 forgive me. I think it was 2006. I think you're absolutely right. Right, good. Okay, tick. Right. However, Annemiek van Vleuten was winning stuff on her bike as early as 2008. Okay. Yeah, so she won the World University Championships in 2008. She uh, then a year later uh, won the Holland Ladies Tour then wow. um, a year later, she won the um, 
overall uh, route de France. So, um, so she's been racing um, a good long time. Lorena Vibis turned uh, 10 years old in 2009. Yes. So until the last answer, I was going, I was cruising. You were cruising, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I got it right. That's amazing. That And actually, two points is good. That's my PB. It's mm-hmm. a definite PB. Yep. It's the first quiz I've ever done. But also that's added a layer of information that uh, that I didn't know. So that's good. Yeah. Mm. Good. Well done. Have you got a quiz for me? Yes. Do you want to hear it? Yes, please. Well, obviously, otherwise you wouldn't have asked. So here we go. I'd like you to guess the nationality of the jersey wearers at this year's Tour de France fam. Nationality of the jerseys. So the yellow jersey. Oh, I see. What, nationali- f- right. okay, what yeah. nationality was this year's yellow jersey? This year's yellow jersey was Dutch. Annemiek van Vleuten, yep. who just won. Well done her, we should, um, we should say. She's, um, she just won literally a few hours ago. Yeah, she did. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Was, Sorry. It, it, uh, it may. No, no, talk about it now. It's good. It was... So, are you ready? The green jersey. What nationality was the green jersey? The green jersey. Did Voss win the green jersey? Voss did win the green jersey. She's also Dutch. She is. <laughs> <laughs> what nationality was the Queen of the Mountains? Queen of the Mountains. Um... Was she also Dutch? Yes. Demi Vollering. <laughs> I'm doing well. You ready? What nationality was uh, the most combative? Most combative. Was she Dutch as well? She was Dutch she was. as well. And what Dutch? What, what nationality? <laughs> what Dutch person? What Dutch? <laughs> what, Dutch <laughs> what jersey what was won nationality by another Dutch person? Uh, was the Young Riders won by? I'm going to say she was Dutch as well. She was also Dutch. That's amazing, isn't it? That's incredible. Uh, unbelievable. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, Dutch cycling. Dutch cycling is in rude health. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And well done. So you yeah. got, you got. Uh, let me count this up. All you the got points. All the points. You got five yeah. points. And yeah, so there you go. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Now we've had a fair bit of travel disruption in the UK over the last couple of weeks, but I wonder what it's been like in Zwift. Should we go over to James for a travel update? Thanks, Tim. Here's the latest on the roads. Got some more details about the reports of a fire in the volcano area. All roads remain open and passable, but I'm told there are quite a few hot laps taking place at the moment, so a bit of caution needed if you're heading over that way. It's looking really busy in the mountains today as well, with lots of people gathering on the sides of the roads. Just watch out for riding up behind pedestrians, as they may be holding a big sign or a musette, which might cause a few problems if they haven't seen you. Elsewhere in Rotopia, crews are on the scene of a spillage on the road. It's just after the sprint banner near the Italian village, partially blocking the road, but traffic is getting by without any problem. I'm told that they're not sure what has been spilt there, but they think it might be tears. And looking ahead to later this week, a major event means the Champs-Élysées is going to be closed to traffic in both directions. There will be a signed diversion in place from Friday through until Monday. I'm James Lowe at Zwift Traffic Control. Right, so I feel a bit sad. I feel a bit sad. It's been a whole month and a bit of epic cycling. It has. But we shouldn't really feel sad because it's been so good. Mm. And so... First ever modern format, Tour de France, Femme avec Zwift. 
It's just finished today. Eight brilliant stages. What are your thoughts? Ah, oh, uh, so my thoughts are that you can tell when there's been a good race when the person who wins the combatif is also a stage winner mm-hmm. and a green jersey winner, and it's not just oh they did a good like breakaway yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. You can tell that that means that the whole race was amazing. Um, and and to pick apart a couple of things that. I think if you'd have like rewinded 20 years ago mm. and said, that's what women's bike racing is going to look like and that's the parkour that they're mm. going to do, people would have gone, no. Mm-hmm. I think in the same way that like tennis went through that yeah. a few years ago and a few other sports have gone mm-hmm. through that. Through that. Um, so it felt that pivotal. I know we talked about that in the last one, but it felt really pivotal because yeah. the racing was just just brilliant it was brilliant it was it was brilliant and it was raced at such an intensity as well which just made it so exciting and um and maybe that was a product of it being uh quite compact stage race so yeah so just the eight stages no thinking oh well we might get a bit of time back in like 10 days time or something like that it was all or nothing hence probably why we had um, a significant yeah. amount of crashes and, uh, you know, unfortunately a lot of, uh, some riders having to drop out as a result. But uh, it was an indication of how full on that race was. Yeah, it was completely full on. Just to talk about the length for a, for a minute mm. is uh, I think I was initially a bit, oh, why isn't it three weeks? Um, but I heard this interview with Lizzie Dignan where she said, that's the consensus in the women's peloton that, get it right first right sure um have an amazing parkour make it look amazing yeah be- before you stretch and i think it, it it did that brilliant and if you looked at the finish today um what a finish <sighs> and line it lined in exactly the same way that the men's tour was. yeah yeah if you're in any doubts about how tough the racing was and also about how incredible those athletes are you just had to watch the final five minutes of today's yeah. stage. Yeah. 24% gradient gravel. And you could see they were barely able to turn those pedals because of how tough yeah. it was. Yeah. Just incredible. And just, uh, you, we saw the, <laughs> really felt for the guy um, the, on the camera motorbike. The motorbike, Because yeah. you, you could see, you know, having, <laughs> having ridden a motorbike up steep gradients myself in the past, you could see the moment when he started to go and um and he couldn't hold on to it and yeah i was i was feeling for him in that moment i only have one, i know it's a diversion but i only have one motorbike story if you're interested in hearing it uh, i am it's, yeah. not, it's not really a motorbike story you know when you go to um some far flung far eastern place you're supposed to hire a hire a scooter yes that's one of the rules so i hired a scooter okay. it's one of the rules one of the rules and uh, uh, the person I went with was a very experienced motorcyclist. Mm-hmm. I am not an experienced motorcyclist. And I learned something that day, which is don't look at the thing somebody's pointing at. <laughs> because what happened was we were riding along and he started pointing at something. 
and I then rode into it, which was because oh, it was no. a ditch. <laughs> and I said, what were you doing? And he said, uh, I was trying to tell you to watch the <laughs> to ditch. watch out for the ditch. <laughs> watch out for the ditch, which I promptly rode into the ditch. Oh, well done. Uh, but, yeah, so I did 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 feel feel a bit for them. But um, how did we get into that? Oh, yeah, so, but, yeah, it's just been, the whole, whole eight days has just been absolutely mm. incredible. And... I just want to put sort of put this out there without it sounding patronising, but like there will be some people who've been super surprised by it because it looked really pro. Yeah, like yeah. the riders looked incredibly pro. Yeah, and and you know when you see some people going fast and you're just like that's fast. Yeah, that's what that's what Viber's sprint mm. was like. I, I'd love to know where she would come against a, a world tour male sprint. Yeah. it wouldn't be much behind, would it? No. I don't think. And I'd be interested to see them climbing, racing against each other again mm. as well, because you know, some of these female riders would have beaten a lot of the male peloton in the mountains. Yeah, they would have done. It's just brilliant. And and also, I don't want to compare it too much male to female, because it's just different. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, I said it at the start, the reason why I um, love fem- women's cyclocross is it's raced quite differently. Uh-huh. It's sort of more fun to watch. Sure. And there was that fun's perhaps not the right word, but there was that sense of it over these past eight days. It was just just brilliant, mm. and I can't. I'm hoping this is the the thing that op- flings open the doors for more yeah. and more coverage and more and more events. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll yeah. be talking about the Giro Donna when we do our pod next year and um, the Women's Welter, etc. Yeah. So that that's my hope. We've got lots to look forward to, really, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. Cycling wise, but also podcast wise. Let's think think about yeah. that a little bit. So. We don't need to feel too sad that the Tour and the Tour de France fam have come to an end because it's not going to be very long before the Vuelta starts up. No. But we're not going to do a mini-series on the Vuelta as we have done for the Tour and for the Giro. We're actually going to yeah. start a proper full series at the very beginning of September and it's going to be the Taylor Swift Fan Club Season 2. It's very exciting. It is. Um, just a bit of a reflection. Do you, rem- do you remember what our aim was? We can tell the listeners what how many we were trying to get to. I think we were going to try and get to four episodes. That was we? it. Yeah. Four episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because like 99% give up after three. Um, and if, uh, yeah, getting to season two feels like quite a thing. Yeah, it does. It yeah, does. It does feel like it feels like something to celebrate. And it's been really good fun over the last couple of months doing these um Grand Tour specials and we've had some really good moments we've had some great guests to interview it's been really interesting to follow both Grand Tours all the way through and then to to think about the um, the women's tour as well yeah another plan is that we're going to do a bit more live streaming aren't we we are yeah so in particular we're going to be live streaming 3R Spark on Zwift on Wednesday mornings. That's going to be the Taylor Zwift fan club ride. But there's going to be some other live streaming stuff as well. So people will be able to join us and to chat on Twitch, twitch.tv slash FC. Yeah. And we did our first couple of live streams and they seem to go, seem to go really well. There's just one thing that I wanted to say to you before we finish, which is that I'm really grateful to you for introducing me to Taylor Swift um, went back when we started the podcast I've been really enjoying listening to her over the last couple of months because some people said that I was never going to get over my obsession with Phil Collins but take a look at me now (laughs) (laughs) 
That's brilliant. And, and just to say, I, I've been having some counselling um, over my obsession with the Beatles. Yeah? Yeah, it's been a long and winding road. <laughs> I think we leave it there. I think we leave it there. <laughs> Michael, enjoy the rest of your holiday. Au revoir. I can't wait. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir.